Well, last week we started a brand new series of messages on the promises of God. And last Sunday I spoke to you about the promise of peace. This Sunday I'm talking about the promise of pardon. When Princess Salma gave birth to a beautiful baby daughter, her husband, King Mohammed VI of Morocco, was elated. In fact, he wanted to celebrate. But instead of handing out cigars, he pardoned more than 8,800 prisoners and reduced the sentences of 24,000 others. The Justice Ministry of Morocco said that the pardons were, were a humanitarian gesture in celebration of the princess's birth. Friends, when God's one and only Son, Jesus Christ, came to earth, when he was born in Bethlehem, the whole purpose for him coming was to issue pardons to those people who were living in the bondage of sin. God had promised that he would do so in Isaiah chapter 55. Verse 7 says, Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let, the, let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them and to our God, for he will freely pardon. God will freely pardon all who turn away from their sin and trust in him. And you know, deep down, all of us believe, we, we all know that God can forgive and that God will forgive our sin. The promise of 1 John 1.9 is a precious promise to all of us. Uh, 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. These this verse and, and many other verses like it in, in the Bible speak to us about God's forgiveness. Another, uh, another well-known verse about forgiveness is 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So we know what we know, what we know. We know that God pardons us when we humble ourselves in his presence, when we confess our sins and ask for his forgiveness. He, he's very willing to forgive. But why? <laughs> I read an article a couple of weeks ago that really got me thinking about why God forgives. And most of the messages that I've preached over the years about forgiveness all deal with you know, how forgiveness helps us, how it makes us feel, how it inspires us, how it motivates us to keep going for God. And the focus is all on us. Why is God so eager to forgive us? How many of us actually believe that God loves to forgive, that he delights to pardon when we consider God's forgiveness, few of us think of, of a bridegroom adorning his bride with jewels and rejoicing over her newfound love. I mean, that's just not an image that comes to mind immediately. But that's the picture of forgiveness in the Bible. That's one of the pictures of forgiveness in the Bible. That's how scripture illustrates the forgiveness of God. Isaiah 62.5 As a young man marries a young woman, and as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. Wow. God rejoicing over us. When we consider God's forgiveness, 
few of us imagine a shepherd, care, shepherd carrying a, a, a sheep, a long lost sheep, home. That's the picture that Jesus paints, though, in Luke chapter 15, starting at verse 4. He says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, his aunts and uncles and cats and dogs, saying to them, Rejoice with me! Let's have a party, because I have found my sheep that was lost. And just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. That's such a beautiful picture of God's forgiveness as he rejoices over the fact that he can forgive. There's great joy in heaven over one sinner who re repents. When one person receives forgiveness, God throws a party. Images like these really stretch our imagination, don't they? They, 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 they sit on the surface of our souls while deep down we wonder if God is really that happy to forgive us. Is God really that happy to forgive me? Is he really, really that eager to forgive me? Has he forgotten what I've done? So we wonder, right? We're, we're a little suspicious. God's forgiveness almost seems too good to be true. We're skeptical of such free grace. Friends, if we're going to feel and not just confess that God delights to forgive his people, then we need to come to grips with why he forgives. We need to understand why God is so delighted when he forgives one of his people. We need to understand why. First of all, the promise of pardon reveals God's heart. Several years ago, a businessman found out that a, an elderly widow in his neighborhood was unable to pay her rent. So he wanted to help her, so he went to her home. And, uh, but before he went to her house, he, he went and talked to some of his friends and, and asked if they would like to contribute and together they could provide the rent for this elderly widow. They responded, and together they collected enough for two months' rent, so he went to the widow's house, and he, he went to deliver the money. So he walked up to the house, knowing that she was inside. He knocked on the door, no answer. He knocked a second time, still no answer. He waited a minute, and then knocked a third time, still no one came to the door. He turned, went to his car, decided to try one more time, knocked on the door a fourth time, no one came to the door. So he went back to work. A couple of days later, he was downtown, and he saw this uh, lady on the street looking very discouraged, very destitute. He walked up to her and said, Ma'am, we'd like to help you. I'd like to help you. Uh, a few friends of mine and I put together enough money to provide uh, rent for two months. I came to your house the other day and knocked on the door, but there was no answer. <gasps> she gasped, put her hands to her face. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were the landlord coming to evict me. Friends, God is ready to pardon us. 
He, he, he's not going to evict us from the home that he's prepared for us. You don't have to be suspicious or fearful of his grace. God's heart is as, as broad as the heavens and as deep as the ocean and as kind as the morning sun. Psalm 86.5 says, He's good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon him. Oh, to be sure, God's, uh, God's anger burns against those who refuse to repent. He, he's angry uh, when people continue in their sin, unbending, even after they've heard the good news of the gospel. But when God proclaims his name, he always leads with mercy and grace, not anger. Exodus 34, 6. When he sends calamity on his stiff-necked people, he calls his judgment strange, and he calls his judgment alien. Isaiah 28, 21. And even when he lands a fatal blow, he reminds us that he, he does not afflict from his heart. Lamentations 3.33. So in the end, the wrath of God will stand as the black backdrop accenting the diamonds of his forgiveness. The storehouses of God's heart are always open and, and stocked full of more grace than you'll ever, ever need. Thanks be to God. With God there is forgiveness, Psalm 130. And not out of reluctance or out of necessity, but out of the overflow of his broad heart. You see, the promise of pardon reveals God's heart to us. Secondly, the promise of pardon fulfills God's mission. From the moment Adam and Eve left Eden, God promised again and again that a day would come when the Son of God would leave his father's side and travel to rebel lands and leave the praise of angels for the scorn of men. And why? <laughs> to pardon his people. To provide forgiveness for his people. Jesus will save his people from their sins, the angel tells Joseph in Matthew chapter 121. When, when Jesus began his public ministry, he turned to those who needed him the most Mark 2.17, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners, he said. He forgave even the worst of the worst, Luke 7.47. He said to the woman, your sins, which are many, 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 are forgiven. And as the hour of his death approached, Jesus told his disciples the meaning of his broken body and shed blood. He said in Matthew chapter 26, this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. For what? For the forgiveness of sins. It was for the forgiveness of sins. This was God's mission then. And it's God's mission now to grant forgiveness, to pardon his people when they come to him in confession and repentance and faith. In Isaiah 53, speaking more prophetically about the, the coming Messiah, Jesus, Isaiah says, He bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And with His wounds we are healed. This is the mission of God. Through forgiveness, Jesus fulfills God's ancient mission. 
He plunders the domain of darkness while Satan watches. And then he fills his father's house with many, many sons and daughters. Look at John chapter 14, verse 2. In my father's house are many rooms, Jesus said. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? My father's house has many rooms, and there's one door with your name on it. That's the mission of God, you see. Jesus came to forgive his people so that the, the, the house of God could be filled with sons and daughters of the King Almighty. You don't need to persuade this Savior to forgive you because forgiveness is why he came. Praise be to God. This is God's mission. And third, the promise of pardon glorifies God's Son. On this side of Calvary, all forgiveness comes through the crucified Christ. If Jesus had not died and shed his blood, there is no forgiveness. There is no forgiveness without the shedding of blood. And the promise of pardon glorifies Jesus, who, who fulfilled every letter of God's law, paid every cent of our debt, and swallowed up every drop of God's wrath. Every forgiven sinner stands safe behind the scars of Jesus Christ. And therefore, forgiveness, the promise of pardon, brings glory to God through his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says it, it's for his name's sake that we are forgiven, 1 John 2.12. So God's forgiveness does not primarily emphasize our worth. It, 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 it emphasizes the immense, immeasurable, infinite worth of Jesus. The forgiveness of God through Jesus Christ is, is more about Jesus than it is about us. <laughs> what makes God glad to forgive you? And not your merits, not your, your vows or your, your, your pedigree or your potential. It's not your spiritual gifts or the size of your RRSP. It's not what version of the Bible you read or how many times in a week you might go to church. What makes God glad to forgive you is the worth of the Lamb who was slain. Jesus, Jesus, the forgiveness of God glorifies Jesus. Romans eleven thirty six. for from him and through him and to him are all things, to him be glory forever. Ephesians three twenty one. to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever and ever and ever, amen. And Revelation five thirteen. to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Friends, it's all about Jesus. And the promise of pardon glorifies the Son of God. I read an article last week titled, 17 Things We Know About Forgiveness. It was an article related to a, another scientific study on forgiveness, apparently. The article stated that scientists have observed conciliatory or peacemaking behavior in a number of different animal species. Gorillas and chimpanzees, for example, often follow confrontations with friendly behavior like, like embracing, hugging, and, and kissing. Uh, scientists have seen similar behaviors in goats and hyenas. 
The only species that has so far failed to show any outward signs of reconciliation, domestic cats. Cats. And I believe it. I, I'm, not a, I'm a dog lover. I'm not very fond of cats, and that's putting it mildly. But we had a cat once when the kids were small. Somebody knew I was not a cat lover, and so of, instead of going through the normal channels, they just put a cat in a box and put it on our front step and rang the doorbell and, and left. So there we were. We all of a sudden had a cat, and that cat hated me. That cat knew that I didn't like cats, and it would attack me when I was sitting on the, on the sofa reading the newspaper. It would jump up from the back of the sofa and bite me on the neck and then race away and hide under Jamie's bed. Cats do not forgive. But our Father in heaven is delighted, thrilled, excited, happy to forgive us when we come to him because it glorifies Jesus. It brings Jesus to the forefront. It, it brings blessing and honor and glory to Jesus forever and ever. And so when we come to God and we ask God for his forgiveness, uh, beneath the bright banner of Jesus, we, we actually place ourselves on the path of God's delight. We're, we're lining up in the pathway of God's delight. And we welcome uh, Him, and we become a stage for God to showcase the glories of His heart. We join God in, 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 in His passion to bring many sons to glory. And, and we display to saints and sinners, angels and demons, that Jesus Christ is a strong Savior. When you come to God, in the moments after committing some sin, you do not need to stumble through the forest of guilt and shame. No. Come. Confess your sins. Turn to Jesus. And run in the open fields of his forgiveness. Would you pray with me, please? Father, we're so grateful this morning to hear again of the deep, deep love of Jesus who went to the cross and bore its shame so that he could pay the price for our sin and pave the pathway of forgiveness for all who repent and turn to God in faith. Lord, we thank you for the promise of pardon today. There are many of us uh, listening, watching this video sermon this morning who need to be reminded that forgiveness is available and it's simple even if it's not easy to come to God through faith in Jesus Christ and ask for his forgiveness you delight to forgive because that's your mission and it brings glory to God and it reveals the heart of God when you're able to forgive so Lord we pray for your forgiveness now, in Jesus' name, amen.